uncommon sense advice on your work life, your personal life, and God knows what else. Welcome to How to Do Life with Dr. Marty Nemco. Hi, I'm Marty Nemco. Uh, this episode of my How to Do Life podcast is my thoughts on aging. I thought to avoid pontificating, I would just speak in terms of the first person, how I am dealing with it, as honestly uh, as I can. Um, paradoxically, the first thing I want to talk about is, uh, uh, as I age, uh, I increasingly doubt the widely pervaded wisdom of being authentic. I think that's only true if you are saying things that are uh, politically correct, in favor of redistribution, uh, anti-white male. Uh, you dare say anything in defense of merit or uh, defending white males, you are subject to the three C's, censorship, censor, censure, and cancel. I do speak from not only my own personal experience, but many other people who are without question intelligent and well-meaning, uh, even some liberals, and uh, yet they have been destroyed by the woke mob. So as I age, I've actually become less authentic. I'm more likely to keep my mouth shut. Uh, uh, the next thing I want to say about aging is uh, looks. Um, I'm amazed. I look in the mirror and I don't see old, but the rest of the world does. When I tell people I'm 73, they don't seem surprised at all. In fact, some thought that I was older. Regarding looks, that's that. Sex. I do lament like most people, most guys. Uh, most guys' sex drive peaks at, at 18 and guilty. Uh, I'm like one of them. And now at 73, I can only say I lament the decline. But in the end, as is was true of so many things, acceptance is key. Change is really hard, especially fighting physiology. So, yeah, and as a counselor, the more I think about it, not think about it, the more clients I've seen, and I've seen thousands, the more I focus on accepting, helping people to identify what their core essential selves are and to accept those and put themselves in environments where their natural self is more likely to succeed rather than the typical self-help guru mantra, dream it, you can do it, you can change, we're all malleable. I don't believe, I believe generally we are, our malleability is limited. Every parent of two children know that even in utero, certainly from birth, the kids have distinctive personalities that tend to not change over time. Uh, and any any uh, dog expert who would claim that a, uh, the differences between the average pit bull's demeanor and the average poodle's demeanor is uh, environment is just not being honest. Now, I want to talk about um, physical aging. I am grateful. I am well aware at, 50, at 73, most of my, many of my peers are suffering serious problems. Some are dead. I am grateful every morning, every minute that I'm still at 100%, but of course I do know it can't last. And that awareness is what makes me continue to work so hard. I work 60, 70 hours a week, and I'm grateful to have the energy and I believe 100% still brain power to, uh, to do that. And I, I do think that is the silver lining of, of awareness of our mortality, that um, awareness of the hourglass's sands is dropping seemingly ever faster and that we're ever further on toward the right on life's conveyor belt should make people want to be more productive, more contributory, 
And yet, so many people, when they get older, paradoxically, they piss away time. They play golf. They travel to be the 19 zillionth person to, to see some church or ruin or shop or chat with the locals. Overrated in my judgment. Uh, mental decline. I guess I said I really do believe I'm pretty much at 100%. Yeah, I occasionally forget things, but I think that's probably pretty much either just normal slight aging or just what we do even when we're younger. I try to forgive myself. I try not to think about it because there's nothing I can do about it. You know, I do exercise a lot of things. That's healthy. I don't, I'm not obese. And I think those things are contributory to good mental and physical health. And if I forget something, I try to just say, forget it. I suppress it and move on so that I'm not dwelling on it. Retirement. I am uh, just what really motivated me to make this recording is that uh, after 27 books and over 6,000 articles, um, I have I've just not you know caught on. I'm the opposite of viral. Uh, if COVID was me, it would have long gone extinct. I get very few viewers, very few readers. And I have to accept that that's what, the, you know, while I do write largely for myself, from to be creative, to I, I learn a lot from writing, but I also do have been writing mainly because I want to make a difference, both in my, you know, nonfiction books like Careers for Dummies, How to Do Life, Baby Steps, but also my fiction, my uh, uh, soloists, which are short, short stories of introverts and outsiders facing a dilemma, uh, starting out stories, senior stories, but they haven't taken off at all. I like to think that that's partly because I'm, I refuse to be woke. I refuse to be redistributionist. I am a meritocrat, and that's suffused through much of my short, short stories as well as my how-to books, my self-help books. And I think that's so discordant with today's zeitgeist that it, it keeps people from liking my work much. Nobody's ever said I'm not a good writer. But I think that my values are simply out of step with the zeitgeist. Family. Most people, when they retire, spend more time with family. And I think that's too broad a brush. It's like asking whether it's better to eat at a restaurant or eat at home. It depends on who's doing the cooking. If, we, if you get along well with your family member and that family member brings out the best in you, great. But just because they're connected by blood, they're your cousin, your aunt, your uncle, even your parents, doesn't mean you should spend a lot of time with them if they are not indeed in your best interest if they bring you down, or it's simply generally um, they're draining, they're ever, ever wanting more and more from you, and it feels too much. Don't necessarily deify family. You choose your friends. Spend time with the people who you've chosen rather than those thrust upon you by the randomness of family. Money. I do like to think that, um, yeah, poverty is no good. It's hard to live. But beyond a bare middle class living, the additional effort to make money is usually not worth the price. For example, I did have five associates as a career counselor for a while, and I stopped because I was yes, I was making more money, but it was I was turning into an administrator and, I, and I, for putting out fires with people who weren't happy with the other counselors. I just dropped it. I make less money. I make low six figures now, and um, that's enough. And I have much more peace of mind, control over who I see, and I'm not a bureaucrat. I'm a counselor. Uh, don't overvalue money. I'm very cautious with money that enables me to not have to get rich. I drive Toyotas forever until they drop, usually 300,000 miles. That saves me a fortune over my lifetime. I don't believe in fancy vacations or fancy clothes or any of that stuff. 
uh, or fancy restaurants. I like little hole-in-the-wall ethnic restaurants. All those things collectively allow me to, to not worry much about money. I charge below average compared with my peers because of that. I don't want anybody to think I'm in it for the money. Just a bit about death and dying. I'm not particularly afraid of death. I won't be any more aware of it after I die than before, but I am scared of dying. Too many people don't die in their sleep peacefully. They, they have protracted, painful, long, procedure-driven, ridden uh, lives. I like to think that if, God forbid, I did, you know, uh, get diagnosed with a like stage four cancer or something like that, I would just want to kill myself and hopefully get my doctor to give me the little la la land pills. Or if not, I probably would just take a gun and uh, go to my backyard so I didn't make a mess and just shoot myself so that I avoided that horrible process. In any event, those are my various thoughts on aging. To summarize briefly, I think being authentic is bullshit. It's overrated. You're only allowed to be authentic if you're swimming with the tide, with the zeitgeist, with the redistributist, liberal, affirmative action, anti-white male zeitgeist. With sex, you know, I, we just, you know, if you're lucky enough as you get older to continue to have a great sex drive, great. If not, there's no use thinking about it. I think self-acceptance is important there. Physical health, I'm filled with gratitude for still being at 100%, but no, it can't last. Uh, at 73 and an intense guy, men who live six years shorter than women. Mental health, I'm absolutely grateful that I'm still at 100%. And forgive myself the occasional forgetting something. Family, one of the things you get clear about when you're older is that this should about family is silly. Um, if they bring you down, dra drag too much from you, uh, then spend more time either solo, as I tend to do, or with friends who you've chosen. I have a wonderful friend named Alex who I speak to regularly on the phone, and I have a board of advisors that I, there's six guys that uh, I respect that are kind, intelligent, and we meet by teleconference once a month. We've done it for a decade. Love it. Travel's overrated, big hassle, expensive. It just feels shallow to me. I don't see the wonders of standing on ruins for the, being the 10 million person to stand at the Acropolis or... You know, even the Louvre, I'd rather watch a video of a tour by one of those wonderful, amazing tour guides and tour Europe that way or whatever. But I kind of laugh quietly about the people who go on safari. Great, so they can see a gorilla up close. You know, it's hugely expensive, huge hassle, disease prone. I'd rather go to the San Diego Zoo or whatever. Dying? I'm afraid of it. I'm just hoping that I have an easy death, and if not, that... My doctor would prescribe the Lawland pills, or I would shoot myself if I needed to. I don't want to subject my wife to having a nursemaid for a bunch of years. And those are my various thoughts about aging. As usual, I welcome your thumbs up. I accept your thumbs down. I always look forward to your comments, and especially like it if you hit the share button below. Share on your social media so that my efforts can have broader impact. And I am flattered if you choose to subscribe to my podcast or my channel and videos. Uh, or check out any of my 27 books that are all on Amazon on one page. Just search on Marty Nemco. And I like to end all these podcasts with my very favorite quote, which I believe is more apt today than ever in my lifetime. We find comfort among those who agree with us, growth among those who don't. You've been listening to How to Do Life with Dr. Marty Nemco. For comments on the show or to consult with Dr. Marty Nemco, his email address is m 
N-E-M-K-O at Comcast.net. Post-production of How to Do Life by Terry Rouse. Music by Blue Dot Session. Thanks for listening.